Hello, and welcome to the Italian Tell Weekly Podcast for the week commencing the 23rd of January 2023, based on reporting from Bleeping.com and Hack News. In InfoSec news this week, the Emotep malware operation has continued to refine its tactics in an effort to fly under the radar, while also acting as a conduit for other dangerous malware such as Bumblebee and Iced ID. Emotet, which officially re-emerged back in late 2021 following a coordinated takedown of its infrastructure by authorities earlier that very same year, has continued to be a persistent threat which is distributed via phishing emails. Attributed to a cybercrime group tracked as TA542, also known as Gold Old Crestwood or Mummy Spider, the virus has evolved from a banking trojan to a malware distributor since its first appearance back in 2014. The Malware as a Service, or MAS, is also modular, capable of deploying an array of proprietary and freeware components which can exfiltrate sensitive information from compromised machines and carry out other post-exploitation activities. The two latest additions to Emotet's modular arsenal comprise an SMB spreader, which is designed to facilitate lateral movement using a list of hard-coded usernames and passwords, and a credit card stealer which targets the Chrome web browser specifically. Recent campaigns involving this botnet have leveraged generic laws with weaponized attachments in order to initiate the attack chain. But with the recent development of macros becoming an obsolete method of payload distribution and initial infection, the attacks have latched onto other approaches in order to sneak Emotet past malware detection tools. Quote, with the newest wave of Emotet spam emails, the attached .xls files have a new method for tricking users into allowing macros to download the dropper, according to a BlackBerry report recently published. In addition to this, new Emotet variants have now moved from 32-bit to 64-bit, as another method for evading detection. The method in question involves instructing the victims themselves to move the decoy Microsoft Excel files to the default Office Templates folder in Windows, a location which is inherently trusted by the operating system in order to execute malicious macros embedded within these documents to deliver Emotet. This social engineering twist makes it possible to bypass Mark of the Web or MOTW protections, which load the Office files downloaded from the internet in protected view, a read-only mode with macros and other content disabled. The development points to Emotet's steady attempts to retool itself and propagate other malware, such as Bumblebee and Iced ID, to quote the report, with its steady evolution over the last eight plus years, Emotet has continued to become more sophisticated in terms of evasion tactics and has added additional modules in an effort to further propagate itself and is now spreading malware via phishing campaigns. The Hive ransomware operations Tor payment and data leak sites were seized as part of an international law enforcement operation following the FBI infiltrating the gang's infrastructure last July. According to the recent report, the US Department of Justice, or DOJ, and Europol announced that an international law enforcement operation had secretly infiltrated the Hive ransomware gang's infrastructure back in July 2022, when they secretly began monitoring the operation for six months. This operation subsequently allowed them to learn about the attacks before they occurred and warn targets, and to obtain and distribute decryption keys to victims, preventing approximately $130 million in ransom payments. To quote, since late July 2022, the FBI has penetrated Hive's computer networks, captured its decryption keys, and offered them to victims worldwide, preventing victims from having to pay an estimated $130 million in ransoms demanded. Since infiltrating Hive's network, the FBI has provided over 300 decryption keys to Hive victims who were under attack, 
In addition, the FBI distributed over 1,000 additional decryption keys to previous Hive victims. According to the application for a warrant, the FBI gained access to two dedicated servers and one virtual private server at a hosting provider in California which were leased using email addresses belonging to known Hive members. In part of this coordinated action, Dutch police also gained access to two backup dedicated servers hosted in the Netherlands. Using this access, law enforcement confirmed that these servers acted as the operation's main data leak site, negotiation site, and web panels used by the operators and affiliates. In addition to decryption keys when the FBI examined the database, they found on target server 2, the FBI found records of Hive communications, malware file hash values, information on the 250 affiliates, and victim information consistent with the information it had previously obtained through the decryption key operation. The ransomware gang's Tor websites now display a seizure notice listing a wide range of other countries involved in the law enforcement operation, including Germany, Canada, France, Lithuania, Netherlands, Norway, Portugal, Romania, Spain, Sweden and the United Kingdom. The Hive Cybercriminal Gang is a ransomware-as-a-service, or RAS, operation, which launched back in June 2021. They are known to breach organizations through phishing campaigns, exploiting vulnerabilities in internet-exposed devices, and through purchase credentials. Unlike many ransomware operations which claim to avoid emergency services and healthcare entities, Hive is not particular about who they target, and indeed we have seen many healthcare and education targets over the last two years. Back in November last year, the FBI stated that the ransomware operation had generated approximately $100 million from over 1,500 unique victims since June 2021. Researchers have reportedly uncovered a PlugX sample which employs sneaky methods to infect attached removable USB devices in order to propagate the malware to additional systems. To quote the release, this PlugX variant is wormable and infects USB devices in such a way that it conceals itself from the Windows operating file system, according to Palo Alto Unit 42. A user would not know their USB device is infected or possibly used to exfiltrate data out of the networks. The company said it uncovered the artifact during an incident response engagement following a Black Bastard ransomware attack against an unnamed victim. Among other tools discovered in the compromised environment include the Gootkit malware loader and the Brute Ratel C4 Red Team framework. However, there is no evidence currently that ties PlugX, a backdoor extensively shared across several Chinese nation-state groups, or Gootkit to the Black Bastard ransomware gang, suggesting it may have been deployed by other threat actors. This USB variant of PlugX is notable for the fact it uses a particular Unicode character called a non-breaking space to hide files in a USB device plugged into a workstation. To quote, the white space character prevents the Windows operating system from rendering the directory name, concealing it rather than leaving a nameless folder in Explorer, according to the researchers explaining this novel technique. Ultimately, a Windows shortcut or .lnk file created in the root folder of the flash drive is used to execute the malware from the hidden directory. The PlugX sample is not only tasked with implanting the malware on the host, but also copying it on any removable device which may be connected to it by camouflaging it inside a recycle bin folder. The technique banks on the fact that Windows File Explorer, previously known as Windows Explorer, by default does not show hidden items. The twist here is, however, that the malicious files within the so-called recycle bin do not get displayed with the setting enabled. Unit 42 has said it's also discovered a second variant of PlugX that, in addition to infecting USB devices, further copies all Adobe PDF and Microsoft Word files from the host to another hidden folder on the USB device created by the malware.
The use of USB drives as a means to exfiltrate specific files of interest from its targets indicates an attempt on the part of the threat actors to jump over air gap networks. This technique effectively means that these rogue files can only be viewed on Unix-like operating systems like Ubuntu or by mounting the USB device to a forensic tool. Thank you very much for listening to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast. Please do not hesitate to contact us should you wish to discuss any of the items outlined here. And thank you very much for listening.